nitrate power. You're in the dog zone for an hour. Come on. You know the number. Welcome to the Dog Zone 9000, the official podcast of 1900 Hot Dog. We are America's last website. We're not an app. We're not a series of robots operated by SEO scam artists. We're not a recap of popular Twitter threads. It's insane, but we actually still write jokes. Bespoke comedy artisans, hand researching, organically grown madness, bringing you several thousand informative, ridiculous words every weekday. It's the business model. Every single website on Earth decided was completely ruinous, and we're still doing it. We're doing it. You can read a lot of our articles for free. Uh, that's actually a worse business model than they offered. Uh, come, but come support us on patreon.com slash 1900hotdog. Anyway, if you love joy and you think the people who bring it to you should be able to afford a burrito every third day, let's say. Uh, I am haunted by my father's urine-based death, and my name is Robert Brockway, and with me is my co-host, who has wiped out the noble mountain gorilla. It's Sean, baby. I'm ready to piss like a gorilla, Robert Brockway. (laughs) I'm so glad to hear it. You'd be kicked right off this fucking podcast if you weren't. (laughs) Uh, And our guest today, whose piss is registered as a deadly weapon in 47 U.S. states and Guam, award-winning author Jason Pargin. I know we always have some housekeeping stuff that we do at the front of every podcast. I want to let the listeners know. The thing we're going to talk about today, I know that I can tend to oversell the subject of a podcast. There is an alternate universe where this is the most viral video ever made. Yeah. It should be this universe. The version we're looking at has fewer than 100 views as of an hour ago. We'll get to it. First, before we before, before we get into what is going to be the strangest podcast that has possibly ever been recorded... Uh, let's burn our goodwill here. Uh, Jason, where can people find more of you? Hot dog listeners, I have a new book to promote for the first time in a year. It is coming out later this year. It is up for pre-order now in every possible format. The title is, I am starting to worry about this black box of doom as a standalone ticking clock thriller that goes off the rails in exactly the manner of everything i write and you need to pre-order it you need to pre-order it it doesn't mm-hmm. come out for a while but you have to pre-order it or it will never get made for some reason that's how the book industry works i it don't know is, i don't it, know why i know that it sounds like a catch-22 but the books that sell are the ones that the sellers decide to stock a lot of the ones they stock a lot of are the ones that have already sold <laughs> the way you defeat the catch-22 is with pre-orders the only reason i'm able to write books full-time as an author and do things like this completely free of charge uh, is because I'm very good at drumming up pre-orders, mostly because 10 months prior to the book coming out, I relentlessly tell people about it. So that's what I'm doing now. Uh, We have another podcast together that we do called Big Feats, where we watch every single episode of the Insane Mountain Monsters show in order. In case you're not listening to that or this but not that i don't know why you would be doing that it's probably nobody but if you are and you want jason to continue doing that podcast you gotta buy his book or he's gonna have to do something else and uh we've got let me check 
nine years of that left to do. <laughs> so uh, you got some bankrolling to do, man. All right. <clears throat> we we have gathered these esteemed gentlemen here today to discuss Gorilla Flow. Now, this is a 47 minute. Would you call it an infomercial? I feel, it, yeah. it was originally an embed on the order page of a website that now doesn't exist. I suspect it was taken down for legal reasons, but this product is still for sale. But I want the listeners to understand when we start talking about this and we say it is a wanky YouTube infomercial for a, uh, for uh, some sort of a piss medicine that helps your dick. Ostensibly prostate pills. That's what the, the quote unquote. You're going to think very quickly that you've got the idea. It's like, okay, yeah, it's funny. Listen, Mm -hmm. this takes a turn so bizarre and so dark that I have thought for a long time about how to discuss it. It's impossible. Without accidentally canceling myself. Because (laughs) I believe this man behind this video, he is an actual doctor and an expert I believe that he stumbled upon an entirely new kind of racism. A racial least fetish, one. I would say. It, At least it, one new type of racial There's so fetish. much, but we have to take it from the top. It, this video yes. is 47 minutes long. Yeah. Uh, I want to point out that this is uh, a Saturday Night Live premise in its entirety. Like, uh, there was a Jason Sudeikis sketch about a guy who wants a pill that makes him piss harder. And that's the whole bit. There's no twists, there's no turns, and that's just the start of one of 20 things in this video we're talking about today. I think Jason undersold it when he said it takes a dark turn. I would argue this video takes, I would say it's 47 minutes long, so 47 dark turns. Oh yeah, it's a minotaur film. <laughs> within the fucking of this maze. video. There Nobody is- has seen this. We, we This is ours. We We own it. We have it. Uh, a member of our Discord first found this uh, on, I think it's AliExpress is the is the congregate product YouTube channel. And when he found it as as part of our, his name's Velo, when he found it as part of I think his his job, it had a total of thirty two views. It now has just short of a hundred. That's all from us. We watched yeah, this for one of our community <laughs> meet parties, and everybody couldn't believe it and went back and watched it like on their own. 32 people had seen this fucking video, and it's the craziest thing that has maybe ever been produced. And they have been kind enough to not spread it around and get the credit for it going viral or whatever prior to us being able to do a show about it. Because there is an alternate universe where college-age guys are all quoting lines from this video to each other at parties at the way they used to quote, like, Anchorman back in the olden days. Like, there are so many lines and moments in this I cannot find another upload of this video anywhere because when I saw it, I thought, okay, well, yeah, this reseller has just grabbed the video off the, the dead website and just uploaded it because they're just reselling this, this supplement. I can't find it anywhere, not on Daily Motion or Live Leak or anywhere. It's this only this one that again had 97 views as of earlier today. I found a few, um, reviews of Gorilla Flow from people that were like ostensibly just bots. They were just like Eastern European, like, uh, tubers that were reading copy that were like, yes, this is Gorilla Flow helps your prostate. And there's like women reading these reviews of, of, so it's like, okay. But those are yeah, the only they, traces I could find on the internet is just these, um, this obvious I, deceptive I will, marketing. 
I will say, I've done the legwork here on the actual company and some of their other uh, advertising efforts. It is legit, or uh, or rather, it is absolutely not legit. It's a scam, <laughs> right. but it's not a parody. It's not a joke, and it's a bit. This is all meant to be totally serious, totally deadly serious tone all throughout, and it thinks this is going to sell millions of dollars of gorilla supplements. Uh, let's just it, get into it. Okay. It starts with a real high-octane countdown, just burning letters doing five, four, three, two, one. And the first thing we see is a Movavi video editor <laughs> watermark that you can pay to remove for like $10, but this uh, official commercial did not. It's throughout the entire video, the 47 minutes nonstop watermark. It's yeah. incredible. It's, it's right off the top, right off the jump. It's the best joke you could have made. It really is funny. <laughs> Uh, a man we don't know yet, but we'll come to know, uh, begins telling us the story of how his beloved father pissed himself to death. I have this clip. Oh, that's the wrong button. Damn it. Oh, damn. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. When I found my father lying unconscious in a pool of his own urine, I instantly <laughs> saw my worst fears come true. My father, Jim, was everything I wanted to be a respected, selfless veteran who'd fought and survived two wars. So it pained me to see him rushed into the ER and unloaded on the operating table like a helpless lamb. I watched as nurses rammed a catheter the size of my arm down his pee hole. It's too late. <laughs> I don't think that's medically sound. <laughs> his kidneys are shot. The toxic urine buildup in his bladder has caused irreversible damage. His dad, right away, top, top of the order, his dad has pissed himself. To death. This is the most <laughs> dire stakes that have me, ever happened. Let me say something. Uh, I'm very, very big in the world of novel writing on opening lines. I really mm -hmm. am into writers that are really great at having an opening line that grabs you. This guy, who is not a writer, as far as I know, has no writing credits to his name, was just trying to write a thing about his, uh, your, his prostate supplement when I found my father lying motionless in a pool of his own urine, <laughs> I instantly saw my worst fears come true. How it's could strong. you dare stop watching whatever, <laughs> wherever you ran into this? How could you turn away from that, regardless of what you were doing? If you were in yep. mortal danger and this started playing, you would risk your life to hear what comes next. And it does not disappoint. The... The stakes in this, the drama of this, literally only escalate from here. From his father dying in a pool of his own urine, all we go is up, nonstop, for 47 minutes. That voice is Dr. Leo Shubb. I think it's supposed to be Leo, but the voice actor they paid on Fiverr does not do second takes. <laughs> uh, Dr. Leo explains all of this. It started so innocently with his father just going to the bathroom a bit more often. Actually, what he says is that his father's urine came out as pitiful dribbles. Pitiful and this, dribbles. Uh, I think pitiful dribbles. one of the things we'll find about uh, Dr. Leo Shrub's writing, writing style is that he's kind of forced gumping through this in a way where it, um, he's doing the most basic thing you could do at the maximum amount that a normal person wouldn't. So like Jason says, this is a great opening line. He probably heard from someone, you need to have a catchy and grabby opening line. And he's like, cool, got it. And then wrote it so hard in a direction that most people wouldn't go because that's fucking crazy. 
And Why would you start with your dead father in a pool of his own urine? <laughs> right. Why would you start with that? And and later you'll see like he'll do these sales techniques where um, he's he's taken it to such a basic extreme. Like someone will sort of explain him the basic premise of a sales technique. And he's like, cool, like this. And they're like, wow, that is way too much. And the whole video is like that. And so I feel like this is a guy who who bought a book on how to sell and how to make a video and just did each of these things like a very excitable child would. With, with at no restraint. A thousand percent redlining yes. his brain the entire time. It's very quickly after saying the phrase, as I watched as nurses rammed a catheter the size of my arm down his pee hole. <laughs> pee hole, right? Again, he's saying that conversational. about saying that about his dad. <laughs> He's going to come back and say that by divine revelation, he ran into a product that not only shrank his prostate, but rekindled the dying relationship with his wife. He doesn't explain the details yet. He's going to get into it. But he's already teasing that God was involved. Well, yeah, hold on. we're jumping the gun a little bit because <laughs> we've we skipped not? the true tragedy here, <laughs> which is that Dr. Leo Shubb is now himself also looking at terminal bladder explosion disease. Right. Just like his dad. You know what's uh, weird is that there's no medical term for pee hole. Like, that's, I think, <laughs> maybe an oversight. No this man term. who's been a doctor for 30 years. <laughs> you got you to gotta sell it to the back stands. You got to sell it to the distant seats. That's true. You know that you tube thing on the scream, front of your pelvis? The flopping thing. God, what do you call it? It's got a hole uh, in it. Oh, the dick tunnel. You know. It speaks to you at night. It dribbles pitiful, pathetic piss out. The old dick tunnel. Uh, All of this is presented visually. This is a video, remember. Uh, The audio is masterful. It's a wonderful audio book. But it's presented visually very well through a masterful, just operatic curation of stock image footage. (laughs) Just old men. For right now, it's just old men clutching their hair in frustration while... Diverse supermodel doctors poke at a tablet and look befuddled, like, medicine can't explain pissing yourself to death. Uh, And that's when Dr. Leo Shubb says, by divine intervention, I stumbled upon a prostate-shrinking miracle. Stock footage of prayer hands supernova-ing into light over, like, a desert sunset. It's fucking beautiful. No restraint. No fucking restraint. Now, here's (laughs) the weird thing. They're going to have clips of a man who I believe is Dr. Shubb because he's wearing a lab coat with a name tag that says Dr. Leo Shubb. It, it, it's it's monogrammed on his lab coat. So yeah, that, he pops up in he other, pops in up, other commercials. So it's, that's the guy. Are, shopped, are, are shot exactly like the stock footage. So later, for example, when his magical super pissing black friend enters the video – Every time they mention the black friend, they're going to use a different stock video of a – they just search for older black man who looks yeah. like he pisses well. But then it will come back to Dr. Leo, and it's it's him. So he has made a stock video of himself. It's very strange the way this is put together. <laughs> if he made that himself, it is. You're right. It's in the directorial style of this stock footage. Like it uses the same lens, uses the same camera, and the same – so it's – he seamlessly wove that together because this is just stock footage and like provably so, but that is the actual guy unless they've just taken and then I guess doctored the film to put the name tag on the guy, but that's the guy they use in all of the other products and all over. Uh, that's, that's what they say. Dr. Leo Shubb is, uh, he says 
this uh, this not only fixed his prostate and bladder, but the dying relationship with his, with his wife. And he promises in the course of this video to reveal the true cause of prostate disease, which he discovered in, I quote here, the dark underbelly of modern medical institutions. Uh, again, just fantastic dark horse comic book writing. <laughs> just 1990s Batman writing. Uh, and that dark secret is a feminizing hormone snuck into our everyday products, robbing us of everything that makes a man a man. So we started with like, just it helps you pee less frequently. And now we are at deep state medical conspiracies to demasculinize the modern man. It's it's amazing. Draining us of our energy, motivation, and of our lust. But not our piss. <laughs> because We're keeping too much of it. His challenge here, because I, for example, am one of the oldest people in the world. Um, <laughs> I was born in 1975. So I, you know, all of these things, I can feel myself heading toward 50. I'm not a young man anymore. I mean, I know that Sean might be ageless. Robert, you have the body of a 107-year-old man. Where <laughs> it's all of us regard it as a medical miracle that you're able to to function at all. But the, the whole issue of having like urinate more frequently or not being able to watch a three-hour-long film without getting up and going, that's definitely something I've noticed about myself that I could not do that at age 25. It is an incredibly minor inconvenience. So his first yeah. challenge is to elevate this thing that most men just manage because it's a thing that happens. You get to be 50, 60, like, you know, like getting up in the middle of the night, like once a week I have to do that because – Whatever, and you think, ah, I drank some coffee after 6 p.m. I had to get up and pee in the middle of the night. It's not a life-ruining thing. So his challenge is to take this minor inconvenience and elevate it to a war for the soul of masculinity <laughs> itself. That God himself is going to intervene to try to save us from this. From this massive conspiracy. The stock footage is doing ace work, as he warns of these feminizing hormones. It's ticking clocks spinning over just medical commercial footage of CGI bladders while shocked doctors just gasp and old men grip their faces in horror and waterfalls cascade down. It's it's incredible. So like we watch blood cells just zoom through tunnels. It, it looks like it looks like hacking in like a 1990s movie. It's 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 wonderful already. Already we're like we're like four minutes in, and we have we have a war hero who popped like a piss balloon, and his son is looking at his own tragic urine bomb future. We have a direct intervention from Jesus Christ against this dark medical conspiracy uh, to swell the bowels of American patriots. There's a love interest. Fucking astonishing. There's there's a conflicted love interest, a dying relationship. Yeah. And now it's time to introduce the Namibian tribesmen. Uh <laughs> the secret the secret to saving your piss is a Namibian tribal secret only only Leo Shub uh has been privileged to discover from them. It's implied that they have uh, yeah, I would say it's implied greedily hoarded the cure for prostate explosions from modern yeah. medicine, these Namibian tribesmen. I feel like this is one of Leo Shub's uh, great racisms in that, like, he discovers a thing that exists. It just doesn't count unless an American discovers it. That's so this is where the racism stuff starts and it goes in weird directions. But as he's showing 
pictures of, of black men. He's saying, my secret can restore the powerful fire hose flow of a 20-year-old. <laughs> and it's like only showing like black men and this weird like recovering my youth kind of misplaced worship. It's very strange. Yeah. And it only gets it only gets very explicitly stranger. So okay. uh I <laughs> I would prefer to say nothing during this section. <laughs> okay. I don't know how familiar with racism some of our listeners are, because some of us grew up in more racist parts of the country than others. And racism comes in a rich tapestry of varieties. It is truly a 31 flavors type of thing. They're always thinking up new, new things. And so, like, haha, black people are criminals or they're dumb or whatever. That's the kind we know. But there is this other type of racism that you run into that you see it on porn sites, but you also see it among, like, true racists, where it's like, we're jealous of the manhood of black people. This was the thing. Do you remember the scandal with the guy who owned the Clippers, Donald Sterling? Oh, and he had that no. uh, he had girlfriend the, that He had to sell him. the team. He was forced to sell the oh, team right. because he had these recordings he had made with his ex-wife. This was his deal. He used to like invite his peers and his other wealthy businessmen into the locker room with the players when they were in there showering, like showing them off, like look at... <laughs> Look at these men that I possess. He, like his type of racism was not, you know, these people are uh, committing all the crimes because he owned an NBA team. It would be weird to be that kind of a racist. His type of racism was, well, I'm just seething with with rage over the the virility that I will never possess. Yeah. And when you heard him talking about it, it was weird. Like weird. Yeah, it it was part fetish. But because you, you'd almost say, well, it's not hateful. It, he, he had this weird obsession. It's like, no, it's hateful. It's it, it's it's the it's almost the darkest thing you can imagine. So when Broadway sent me this link or he shared it in in the Slack and I watched it and it's very funny. This opening like you will piss like a fire hose. And my dad exploded from not pissing enough. And if you want to piss, too. And then when it transitioned to. And I discovered the secret from the Namibian tribesmen of Africa who piss like a fire hose. I paused the video. It was like, <laughs> oh, no. Uh oh This is one of those guys. This is uh -huh. one of those weirdos. And I don't want to use the phrase, it did not disappoint. It very much disappointed me in that what I want to believe about humanity. But the path that was going down... Jesus Christ. <laughs> so let's look. You talk about the the tapestry of racism. I think they're all represented here. This is a quilt, a beautiful quilt <laughs> of intolerance. <laughs> yes, of just all of the various ways you could be racist, including, I think, several new ones. Uh, <laughs> he's a pioneer. He's a true pioneer. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Leo Shub establishes his credentials. He says he's a medical doctor of 32 years, which I think is probably true. And he has saved hundreds of lives by giving medical advice to corporations like Pepsi, Walmart, Citibank, yeah. and the FBI. The FBI. Uh, <laughs> Already. He well, was what? the FBI's piss doctor. How? Who are <laughs> we? Who are we to question? <laughs> the, F, the federal, the surgeon of piss, the surgeon general of piss, the man who consulted with the FBI about the secret chemical 
snuck into our Pop-Tarts that has just been popping old men for decades. Uh, he promises, Leo promises to tell us the most humiliating, emasculating moment of his life and how he risked and almost lost everything to bring this discovery to us. And while he's saying this, so the stock footage flashes to a single frame of like a suburban man twisting a pistol in his lap like he's contemplating suicide or murder. <laughs> the stakes of this. And the then stakes an of this animation impossible. of blood flying. It's like the After Effects yes. blood splatter from a, a shot skull I think animation. that's later. That's later when he they doubles do down. They do it here really... too. They do it both oh, okay. places. I, I have watched this moment 275 <laughs> times. I can... Okay. <laughs> Uh, the stakes just could not be higher. Like, this is no longer just piss. This is a murderous conspiracy affecting the soul of manhood. And he says, he even warns you, like, people are going to come for him for this. He says these words. Watch this video right now before I'm forced to take it down for good. Before they find him in his bunker, the the piss mancers, and just ruin him. Uh, he says, and he starts this off by saying, if you have any pride as a man... You'll know how humiliated I was when I pissed my pants like a six-year-old and realized I was going to die in diapers just like my dad. And as he says that, a man's groin fills the screen in huge Quentin Tarantino-style text, slams on top of it, reading, I pissed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, all right, I have, I have his humiliating, oh, emasculating This must be a ten-minute clip. Die. Buckle it's the four-minute clip. <laughs> it's a four-minute clip. Hopefully, uh, they allow us to play the whole thing. We were at the movies, some new Marvel flick. I'd begged her to be ready on time, begged her to get there early so his I wife. could claim an her aisle fault. seat like the rest of the old men, this is even her though fault. I'd just turned 52 a few her fault. before. But no. And Marvel's fault. By the time fault. we got there, the previews were already roaring on the screen. I scanned every corner of the theater and felt icy horror in my horror. chest as I realized the only seats where we could sit next to each other were smack in the middle, ten people on each Shit. side. Excuse me. Excuse me, I whispered apologetically 20 minutes into the movie when the stabbing ache in my bladder became too much. I ignored the urinals, shut myself in a stall, sat down like a woman, <laughs> and strained as hard as I could for every pitiful drop, and remembered the good old days when I had a flow that could knock over soup cans at 20 yards. <laughs> so specific. Sorry, I whispered again on the way back to my seat. 10 minutes went by, then 20, and I could already feel it again. That ache, that urgency, that need to go. I tried to focus on the movie. I tried to ignore the growing desperation in my groin. I looked left, then right, and I saw him. Some young guy in his 20s, a hot blonde with pneumatic breasts under his arm, <laughs> a grin on his face, a supersized cup of Coke held casually in his hand, not a worry in the world. Son of a bitch. I had no idea what was coming, the lucky son of a bitch. Just like I did when I was young and stupid and took sleeping through the night without getting up to pee every two hours oh, for granted. Just wait, buddy. I thought. Wait a few You'll decades. fucking catch yours. 93% of men end up just like me, and then we'll talk. How much longer can this damn movie be? I thought to myself as I clamped down as hard as I could, too prideful and ashamed to get up to go again. I thought I could do it. I thought I could hold out. But then, do you smell that, Leo? My wife whispered as my worst nightmare came true, and I felt that sickening heat stain my pants. We have to go. Right now. We have to go. I whispered back, trying we have to and go. failing to keep the panic. The facility is going to explode. We have to but go. I want to watch the rest of the. She started, and then stopped, sniffed the air, scanned my face, 
and then nodded, donning horror in her eyes. And did I imagine her respect for me as a man trickling down my leg too? <laughs> no! I held my coat over my groin, crawled between people's annoyed legs like they were some sick, humiliating obstacle course. Sick! Come on, Grandpa, get out of the way. The cocky kid with the coke grunted, just like I would have at his age. And it was all I could do, not to grab him by the throat and choke the cockiness out of him as I tried Son to swallow the bile and jealousy I felt for him. Sorry, sorry, I said, just a few seats to go. And then, oh my god, did you piss yourself? <laughs> His hot blonde groaned loud enough for the whole damn theater to hear. I felt my throat tighten so I could barely breathe. My heart like a jackhammer. Laura covering her face ashamed to be seen with me. Disgusted gasps spread like a wave through the theater. Gasps and then the most horrible mocking laughter I'd ever heard. I was used to being respected. A doctor. I am a doctor, I screamed at them. Powerful men and companies in the world. But at that moment, I was just a man who pissed himself in public like a little girl on a long car ride. And for the first time in my life, I wished I could just die. I drove home on a pile Stay of cold towels, wondering Stay what the piss would do to my leather seats. The windows of my BMW wide Fucking open. Fucking Brett Easton Ellis book over here. Smell. It's okay, it's okay, you have nothing to be embarrassed about. She lied. She lied. She lied. Let's just it, rain check. This is her fault. She said as kindly as she could. And I felt not disappointment, but relief in my chest. Relief that I wouldn't have to try to perform and end up disappointing her again. <laughs> I showered, threw the $200 jeans she had got me for my birthday in the trash, and then I locked myself in my office with a bottle of Woodford Reserve oh and thought about my father and how his prostate had destroyed so much of his life and how it was about to destroy mine too. <laughs> Just fucking, <laughs> fucking <laughs> relentless. Those were his birthday pants. <laughs> relentless 24 hour style non-stop escalating stakes there are several hundred things i would like to point out about that clip but i know that we have to keep moving for one thing the video when the sequence of events of course he tries to urinate he can't and then the urine uh, you know unleashes itself during the show and then he tells his wife he has to get out she doesn't believe him which both of you are married. If you're in the middle of a movie and your wife leaned over and said, I need to go now, would you say, uh, but I'm, I have to finish watching the Avengers Age of Ultron? Like, no, no I, it, she, it means she's sick. Like, yeah, like she needs to get out of there because she's not feeling well. Like, like, you don't question it if, you know. Or she's been called away on a spy mission. I mean, <laughs> he, one of those two things. To be fair, he does seem to hate her. He, because it's her fault. Yeah. <laughs> so he, all of this. He has, he went to the bathroom, squatted, and while he, the, the urine was dribbling out, he dreamed back to the good old days when he, quote, had a flow that could knock over soup cans at 20 yards. I love it. I love so, that he wants to evoke that image of him like lining up soup cans on the, on a football just field. Them <laughs> right in half. Yes, 60 feet. A sharpshooter. 60 feet away. And I assume these soup cans were full. And then. <laughs> and just blasted him. He ended, My aim just, was impeccable. Because again, as we're going to establish later, because this guy just, I'm going to spoil something. This guy has multiple products and they all have elaborate backstories. They're all conflict. It's This is all fiction. The whole thing. The whole thing top to bottom. This guy does not actually have any of these problems. This whole event. The whole thing is fiction. Everything we're about to tell you. He sat down and dreamed up. So inserting. His nemesis, the young 20-something cocky man who's sitting there just with his giant Coca-Cola. That's and just arrogant. Bitch. The son of a ounce. bitch 
lording over him his own ability to withhold urine in his bladder, just sitting there every second thinking, man, I am so glad that I can piss like a young man. My dad is what makes me a man. Leaning over to his girlfriend, his hot blonde girlfriend, and saying, baby, I'm so full of piss right now, and I'm not even going to go. <laughs> a hot blonde with pneumatic breasts. With pneumatic, with with air-filled breasts? <laughs> so <laughs> he pisses himself. He imagines his wife's respect for him trickling down his leg, uh, like his, his, you know, his marriage is, is over. She, of course, she is, is ashamed of him. He tells her he needs to go. She's like, but I need to watch the movie. And then smells the urine. It's like, oh, we have to go because you've you've pissed my respect for you down your $200 jeans. I knew it. I knew it, Laura. As he is shuffling past to get out, the cocky young man says, come on, Grandpa, get out of the way. Just as I would have said at his age. <laughs> so think how revealing that is. Yeah. When you've, we've all been to movies before, I cannot fathom, I can't fathom in a million years saying to a 60 year old man, come on, grandpa, get out. People are getting up to go and leave all the time. It's, it's a yeah. common thing that occurs in a theater. And then his, the young hot blonde with pneumatic breast says, Oh my God! Did you piss yourself? I can't do the accent. He, he does like a Valley Girl accent or something. Perfectly, yeah. a perfect Valley Girl accent. This causes disgusted gasps to spread throughout the audience. Again, they're watching a Marvel movie, a movie so loud that you can't hear the person right next to you. And instead, the entire theater starts laughing at him. And the stock video they use is of everyone in the three theater throwing garbage at him. <laughs> throwing garbage at him while the filter turns everything a sickening yellow. And it goes all Dutch angles because this is a horror scene. He is the hunchback he, of he Notre calls Dame. The people, he calls the people watching this movie a sick human obstacle course. <laughs> Fucking sick bastards. In my way. I love, okay, the, what happens here is he sees this cocky young man not pissing just in his arrogance, and he decides, all in his own brain, well, I could outhold it over this young man. And that's the reason he pisses himself is because he has created a piss race in his mind against a nearby young man who does not know he's in a piss race and lost it. He's projected so many of his failings and insecurities onto this imaginary boy. <laughs> so he goes on out of the scene he goes on to explain that his own father was a cold and distant man everything a man should be he didn't even he didn't even tell me he loved me until i was in my 40s dr leo proudly says <laughs> he didn't have to put this right and after the fucking as, as a positive story. as an example of the masculine yes. statue that so this tough. man was he did not he did not succumb his love bladder was so strong that he did not release the piss of his love until I was in my 40s. He sat there he held and it for held 40 it. years. Four decades he could hold his love. Meanwhile, the emasculated men of this country. Uh, and one day when Leo was uh, rummaging through his dad's stuff, he found his shameful forbidden secret, adult diapers. And then his dad laid it all out for him, a lifetime of covert urination, rubber sheets, diapers, Specifically said his inability to maintain an erection while he was plowing his mom 
that couldn't even be helped with Viagra. <laughs> His dick was so limp it was immune to Viagra. That's immune to medicine. Oh, fucking Jim Shub. Jim Shub, you used to be my hero. <laughs> Sitting there watching his father dying in diapers, Leo thought just for a moment about the nine millimeter he kept in the wall safe. The combination, his dad's birthday. He, gave a, he gives up the combination to his safe in the video. Now, hold on. Let's stop and pause this. So when let me lay the scene out. The stock footage again appears that we saw a flash of of a desperate businessman holding a pistol in his lap, but we can see mm-hmm. it now. Yeah. And there are two slow clicks, like a gun being cocked, and then a gunshot and CGI blood splatter fills the screen. Like, so because this story was explained so poorly, it's not entirely clear, but only one of two things could happen. And I think what he was going for, he was saying, I was contemplating suicide because I was looking at my father and I realized, like... I would end up like him. But what right. he actually says is I was sitting there watching my father dying in diapers and I thought about the nine millimeter in my safe. He was going to shoot his father in the yeah. fucking head rather than see him piss <laughs> himself today. Put him out of his misery. <laughs> like a like a sick horse. <laughs> Do it, son. Do it. You know, I, it's all I wish for. Uh, finally, he prayed to God for help with his bladder to never accept his swollen prostate and his traitorous bladder, as he says it, traitorous. And there's stock footage of just fists clenching, men rising to their feet in front of the rising sun. Dr. Leo knows, as a medical doctor, that you can't trust medical doctors. Everything they prescribe is a scam. And he shows himself, so he went, he retreated to his study with his bourbon, uh, which might be one of the reasons he, he has pisses himself so often. He retreated to a study with his bourbon where he had a research breakthrough. Uh, he realized all modern prostate medications are wrong. It's really about estrogenic inflammation and your body's desperate fight to, quote, keep you a man as you age. <laughs> uh, estrogen has been feminizing your body every day. And obviously it's the environment. It's been inserted into you by sunscreen, by bottled water. He calls it manhood killers and says... The world is conspiring against you to make you more ladylike every day. Uh, He could not crack this. He could not crack this estrogenic inflammation. And then he had a mystical breakthrough. (laughs) I got the clip. Okay. Do you want to to say anything before or do you want to wait for it? I don't think I need. I think let's hear the clip. Okay. I just, I want to say one thing before it. And that's when we are introduced to Kwame. Uh, the stock footage is an extreme close-up of his eyes as he's slowly looking up from the ground, appraising us predatorily. <laughs> it's very it's very sinister and powerful. Check out my stream, uh, Kwame. He, here is his medical breakthrough. Buckle up. Until one day, I stumbled onto the alpha gorilla secret that changed everything. My friend Kwame has been in America for a long time, but he was born in a small village in Namibia in Africa. Kwame is about 58 now and in really good shape really for a man good. his age. Mm. Looking anyway, fly. over the years we'd become friends and one day Kwame and his wife had come over to hang out with Laura and I. We were laughing and drinking like we usually did and as usual Kwame chewed his strange red his jerky and red right jerky. on schedule every 20 to 40 minutes or so I was running off to the bathroom to try to push out a few pitiful drops. But here's the weird thing. Kwame was matching me drink for drink 
all night. But even after four hours, he hadn't gotten up to go even once. Finally, around 11 p.m., as he and his wife were getting ready to leave, Kwame asked if he could use the bathroom at my house. I led him down the hall and showed him where the guest bathroom was. And then, I don't know why, but instead of walking back I know out why. to keep the ladies company, I just waited and I listened. <laughs> and my jaw almost hit the floor when I heard a flow like a waterfall. It was almost disturbing how loud it was. An intimidating rush of fluid crashing like a wave. And while I had to strain to push out just a little bit of urine, Kwame's powerful stream just kept going and going. I glanced at my watch and stared in awe as 10 seconds went by, then 20, then an amazing 30 seconds of the most powerful, relieving flow I'd ever heard, especially in a man who was older than me. Kwame had a weird look on his face when he found me waiting for him outside the bathroom door. But I needed to know what was going on. I needed to know his secret. And eventually, after I begged and promised not to listen to him in the bathroom, Kwame explained that nobody in his village in Africa ever had any kind of prostate issues at all. In fact, the men in his village were known far and wide for the sheer and astonishing power of their flesh and their virility, even into old age. And judging by the satisfied look his much younger wife always had on her face when Kwame talked about virility, I believed him. And then he told me about a mysterious fruit that the men of his village had used for untold generations. A fruit that only grows in the most sweltering regions of Africa, regions where many scientists believe that life itself began, <laughs> and only between 3,000 and 10,000 feet above sea level, making it extremely rare. A superfruit that scientists had recently discovered could be the most powerful weapon against the curse of estrogenic inflammation on the planet. He called this fruit Gorilla Cherry because it's the fruit of a rare cherry tree that's the primary food source of endangered mountain gorillas. According <laughs> to local legend, Kwame's ancestors had started eating the gorilla cherry as a way to absorb the gorilla's strength and dominance, oh, and had continued Christ. to eat it for generation after generation <laughs> as a way of maintaining masculinity and virility into old age. But then the ever-cheerful Kwame got extremely serious. Leo, gorilla cherry is too potent. Tribes have fought each other for centuries to stockpile it, and many believe this is the main reason the gorillas are becoming extinct. I felt a pang of guilt in my chest as I asked him, Well, Kwame, I care about gorillas as much as the next guy. No, you don't. But is there a way I could try this gorilla cherry for myself? Where can I get some? Kwame gave me a mischievous smile and then opened his mouth wide so I could see the chewed-up pieces of red jerky strewn across <laughs> his teeth and tongue. You are looking at it right now, boss. Behold okay. the death of one generation of gorillas. <laughs> Okay, there's a million. You see, it's bewildering. Yeah, so there's much. There's just a million things. Every sentence is fucking is a is a right a right cross from Mike Tyson, just punching you right in the fucking head, just knocking you on the ground. I need to make it clear to all of the listeners, to anyone who works at my publisher, we did not make this video. <laughs> we found That's, it. I swear to God, we're telling people about it because we are astonished this is one of the most offensive things i've ever seen in my entire life uh we did not make this we would not have made this we did not we do not know this man we're not profiting from any any part of this this venture we we're showing it to you absolutely don't buy this it's poison what he's going to try to sell you but <laughs> the way he tries to sell it to you is fucking the craziest thing okay we have to start from i just so I, I want to start with, uh, this is not the primary food source of the mountain gorilla. A gorilla <laughs> needs to eat 40 pounds of leaves every day. It does not, it does okay. not eat fucking. In, in case it was not clear to the listeners, 
I'm saying now because you need this context. This guy, this Leo Shub, he, he sells many different supplements. They all have a different backstory, and they all for or like the another one is he. It was a tribe in Brazil right. that had the mysterious thing that that there had awesome virility, blah blah blah, and they make tea out of this. Everything about this, the black friend. The story, him waiting, listening to him piss for, by the way, someone pissing very hard for 30, 30 straight seconds, that would be like a Guinness World Record. That's That would be astonishing if you ever saw that. It, this His reaction is accurate, that all of this is fiction. It's important to understand, this is not some guy who actually did have a black friend and then tried to, to make some sort of you know snake oil. This is all made up, including him listening to him piss. And including, he included the moment where Kwame opens the door and is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I will only tell you the secrets of my of my mystical African pissmancy. If you stop listening to me pee, you fucking freak. <laughs> I also want to point out, I, I think most people know this, but gorillas have very, not just relatively, but very small penises. They're like four centimeter penises. So, dong to body ratio. You listening right now with your human penis, it's probably eight times bigger than a gorilla's. So the idea yes. of like uh, putting all this gorilla energy onto the dong is like, I, oh, I, don't, I don't get it. I think there's maybe some other connection between, I don't know, like gorillas. Yeah, and I think it works. In Africa and, and I think your brain can connect the dots if you're racist, I guess. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so he so he lists that this is their primary food source as sean said no it's not nope uh but within the fiction that he has invented wars have been fought over gorilla cherry wars this tribe this tribe in africa that kwame hails from is renowned there are legends that echo all throughout the dark continent of their untold weaponized piss force <laughs> Like everybody just in is just in awe of it, and wars have been fought over the chemical that lets them maintain this this self defensive piss force that they have, and and not only that, the noble mountain gorilla is being wiped out, is being wiped out, is being driven to extinction by our over gathering of gorilla cherry. This is all fake, but why would you wipe out the mountain gorilla to make your supplement? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you could write anything to sell it to somebody, I wouldn't say, hey, and I wiped out the gorillas for this. Yeah, I like, you know, I care about the gorillas as much as anybody, man. But, but I do want to knock over those soup cans I have set up over there. <laughs> Every time he mentions the village in Namibia, it cuts to generic stock video of African tribe, African tribal dance. Oh, but yes, to make up where they're dancing around a fire or something. As if, because again, in this guy's mind, that's all of Africa. It's that's straw Africa, huts. Yeah. It's it's the same thing he would see in like a cartoon from the 80s where they, they're playing crash lands in Africa. It's like, oh yeah, it's all just straw huts. And, and, and the whole thing with like, well, my village, they wanted to absorb the virility of the gorilla. Like that <laughs> is... That's... That you don't hear how racist that sounds when you say it. Is itself weird that he thinks yeah. that, that this is a connection that, well, yeah, this is logical. That's how they, they are over there. They commune with the, the, the primates. Like for, to, for him to not like say that, okay, 
There are neo-Nazis in the United States that if they said this, they would release a statement saying they were taken out of context. Like there are unapologetic <laughs> races who don't say stuff like this. But then, I, for some reason, I think this is the worst part. Because then he says that, and judging from the satisfied look on his much younger wife's face, talking about Kwame, his much mm-hmm. younger wife, when he talked about virility, I believed him. And we get a stock photo of a completely different older black man hugging a, a woman. That's again, we were introduced to Kwame earlier, where they just looked up superhero stock, stock video. Yeah, and this guy does not look anything like him. They looked up just stock video of older black man, and just when mentioning Kwame, just insert a different black guy every time. Every time. Every single time. It's and throughout, I want to add this, throughout this whole video, every every I want to say every other time they say the word gorilla because the word gorilla appears a lot. They just flash a picture of a random black man from a sock. <laughs> like it's it is dire. It is so dire. Uh and I I I guess ostensibly didn't realize he was doing it. Uh it's incredible. This whole thing it's just it leaves you breathless from start to finish, and every sentence is crazier than the last. We're very caught in the racism, I think, because it's it's so big. Because of this part, and this it is covers where it, it really all. blossoms. But this I, I do want to point out his science is also very childlike, where he basically is like, "I made it my life's mission to discover how to fix my prostate," and what he did is he like looked into medical journals. And then he decided, like, no, I'm so much better than other people who look in medical journals that I found that they're all wrong, except for this one medical journal that I found that had this, uh, you know, information about something that wasn't DHT. See, you guys are focused on the DHT, but what? that's a mistake. And I, this is a, um, a technique you see in a lot of conspiracy theories where they give the listener just a, like a little factoid that makes them smarter than everyone else. Like they'll say like, Oh, you know, here's what steel melts at. And so nine 11 had to have been an inside job because you can't melt steel beams at this temperature. And like that fact makes that person like, Oh, well now I know this thing that no one else knows. And this allows them to like, uh, rely on their own like super smarts. And I think that's what he's trying to do here is he's like, oh, see, see, there's this ingredient that other prostate medicine has. No, no, no. Ours doesn't have that because we're smarter than all of them. And um, I don't know. It's the same technique you'd get to b- make someone believe you faked the moon landing. And he's doing it for gorilla piss. And just to take a step back, his method was starting from the very, very beginning was he came home from having pissed himself and, and became the laughingstock of the entire city. He he retired to his room away from his wife with a bottle of bourbon or whatever he said he had, mm-hmm. drank alone. He prayed to God for an answer, yeah. and then God told him, go with your bottle of alcohol and sit in front of your computer and research what's causing these problems. He hit a dead end in his research. Mm-hmm. Then, by blind coincidence, his one friend from Africa went to the bathroom, and he just right. had a hunch just to a stand hunch. outside the door while he pissed. Oh, I want to add then, a detail to that. always his, listen to black men piss. His very close friend, who they often drank with, but he had to show him where the bathroom was. <laughs> right? <laughs> and lead him down the hallway. And then, yeah, yeah and don't worry, I'll be right here. Uh, and then he pissed for 30, 30 straight, he's pissed four or five gallons of liquid. And then the friend explained to him, 
quote, that the men in his village were known far and wide for their sheer and astonishing power of their flows. So all around Africa, you hear the legend of this one village where they can piss better than anyone else. And I love that he has established that on top, put the racism stuff aside for the moment, that he has set up a universe that's kind of like the Karate Kid universe where the only thing that matters in that town is how good you are in right. karate. And, you know, and, and in like the, the Roadhouse universe, the only thing that matters is how good you are at bouncing. In his world, every man is obsessed with how well they can piss. And your I mean, man- that, that young buck at the movie theater challenged him to a piss-off, like mentally challenged him to a piss-off. At any point, you could be attacked. <laughs> yes. So it, this extends to Africa, and so it does not catch him when he's like, well, yeah, the, the men in my village that are known all around the continent for the, the sheer and astonishing power of their urine flows, that is a thing that if you knew about a friend, you would hopefully would forget it very quickly. It would be weird if you had somebody you knew, let alone an entire village of people, where it's like, oh, yeah, those are the guys that, that can piss really hard. If you said that to somebody, ideally they would say, what? (laughs) Why do you know that? (laughs) You don't know about the African pissmancers? Everybody knows about the African pissmancers. Why why did that come up? Why did you ask? Like, well, no, one time we were all pissing together. They could piss harder than anybody. It's like, okay, what? Yeah, but what? Well, well, yeah, but that's because they're, that means they're more virile. They have the piss powers of a gorilla, which we're going to get to. But anyway. And they've driven the gorillas to extinction uh, just so they can piss that hard. It's it's incredible. So Kwame, of course, immediately hands over the secret. His ancestors have gone to war to protect and have wiped out the mountain gorilla for. Just hands it right over to Dr. Leo. Uh, Dr. Leo didn't want to believe this would work. I don't know why he didn't want to believe that would work uh, from his black friend. So he stayed up all night thinking about Kwame's powerful waterfall flow compared to his pitiful little tinkle like i have every night since i saw this video yes every every night just thinking about kwame's powerful waterfall flow (laughs) my wife will wake me up at night and she'll say you were screaming piss on me kwame piss on me kwame in your sleep (laughs) only because of the force i wanted to experience the force and measure it with my face my naughty face oh no So, God, this is fucking insane. (laughs) Nothing, all right, so nothing happened at first when Dr. Leo started Kwame's Gorilla Cherry. Great sentence. But after a week, he woke up and he broke down weeping when he realized he slept through the night. And then after several months, he was able to make it through an entire meal with his wife without getting up to use the bathroom. And she was so impressed with this that initially she laughed, but quickly it turned to a womanly moan when he took her home and was able to perform with her the way he had 25 years ago. Suddenly, they were too busy making love to have their nightly fight. I loved that line. Like, (laughs) obviously, this is all fiction, but like so telling of what this guy's real life must be like. You're so impotent she has to fight with you about it every single night. (laughs) And that she actually laughed out loud when she noticed that he made it through the entire meal without pissing. And then got so horny. Got so she's horny like, God, all I've ever wanted is somebody with bladder retention. <laughs> because, again, in his world, that's the only thing women use to judge men. Can I call you Kwame? 
You know it. You know you can. I just love that they fight every night. That gets me every time. The, 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 the little- scheduled fight is so fucking well, weird. Because everything he keeps letting parts. The character he wrote for himself in this fiction, this short story he wrote, or at this novella he wrote about discovering his pissed superpowers, makes him sound like a dick at every stage. <laughs> like, Until yeah. it's all because his life was being ruined by piss, and he was a good person. Once he got his piss force back. To be fair, his dad didn't tell him he loved him until he was a fucking middle-aged man. Sam kind of taking the dad's side on that. These fucking random sentences he throws out that he's just like, how can I prove my dad was a tough guy? He didn't love me until he was 40. No, 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 hold on. That's a whole thing to unpack. And then he throws out like, oh, we didn't have our nightly fight. Why are you fighting with your wife every day? What? Just like when he gets home and after peeing his pants. And by the way, it mentions that he threw his $200 jeans in the trash. The, the, birthday the, the jeans. jeans the, the jeans that his wife got him for his birthday. You can wash them. Well, just throw them right in the trash. Yeah, you know, I my pee shame. my jeans all the time. And the phrase, the phrase, she says, or there's nothing to be ashamed of. She lied. She lied, that bitch. <laughs> She lied to because me. Because he himself lost all respect for his father when his father's piss powers went down. It's like, no, he's nothing. He's a piece of, he's a worthless piece of meat. I should put him out of his misery. He should put a fucking bullet in his head like a lame horse. It's incredible. So Dr. Leo knew <laughs> after after plowing his wife with a full bladder, hearing it slosh around with every thrust, he knew this was earth-shaking. <laughs> And he contacted, in his words, my science friend. So good. Who immediately name in the story? No, it's just so. a science friend who had a state-of-the-art piss lab, and they found out it's phytosterols that make this work. So he dedicated Dude, his life. You skipped over my own. favorite part where he, Go. his science friend, has the microscope. So like, we knew we had to look at that under a powerful microscope. It's the fucking baby's <laughs> idea of science. My science friend with his super microscope that saw. Oh, it's so good. Look at this we really closely. We've got it. <laughs> the gorilla. So, so he dedicated his life to unearthing other phytosterol sources to amp up the power of gorilla cherry, which was, remember, so powerful, all of Africa shook at the mention of its name. And Kwame was a thundering piss monster who obliterated his toilet. And he's just like, no. I'm gonna amp that shit up off the ch- off the charts. Jet fuel, jet fuel can't melt steel beams, shot baby. Piss can, piss can piss cut right through. Kwame's piss saws a ring. Kwame, you son of a bitch, you pissed nine eleven. I want to be able to urinate for four straight minutes. <laughs> so, to be clear, when he says he like did this. Dedicated his life to phytosterol research. He Googled what fucking supplements had phytosterol in them. And no, that he says, was, yeah, he says specifically, he says the amount of science he did, which was 200 entire hours. That doesn't seem like enough science to me. I just, that seems like a Baldur's Gate run through. And I feel like, I feel like this is, uh, at this point, maybe racism nitpicking, but the idea that they, in the African tribe been using this supplement for centuries, but he and his science friend uh, spent over 200 hours researching it, which is a number he pulled out of his ass to sound like a lot when that's... It's not enough! It's a couple months. 
and, and then immediately found something that worked eight times better. So he and his white scientist friend in, in a couple months immediately just totally dominated this traditional medicine that, yeah. Just piss all and over them. Despite all of his, like, you know, crazy wording and, and racism, it, it, it basically he's describing someone Googling supplements and then mixing those supplements together uh, over the course of a couple months. Until With you no get. understanding so, of how they may counter each other yeah. or what side effects they may have or what right. the exact dosage should be or how is, – is there any – is there a point at which you can overdose? Is – you know, do, do we need to go through the FDA because if it's this powerful, oh, no, 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 this no. kind of effect on oh, your system, no, no. can it cause you to dehydrate? You know, if it's this powerful of a diuretic where you're going to be urinating this much, do you need to increase the amount you're drinking? Is there – can – women take it uh is, is there an age limit is there anything is it okay for somebody that's on you know heart medication there's a million things that that you would want to know that's not just okay let's mix together all of the supplements that have that have known uh piss piss properties now that's a lot of questions i think i'll let dr leo explain i named this one-of-a-kind formula gorilla flow because the ingredients work together to help you fight estrogenic inflammation, supercharge your manhood, and piss like a gorilla. Fuck um, yes. That's right there. Fuck yes. You that's say what you that need to, to the FDA, they just stamp approved. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Are no, you like saving the, the nation's manhood, sir? Yes. Yes. Those Africans pissed our buildings straight to the ground. We have to, we have to come back at them. Uh, I would watch a, a show where they had... You know, they had those man versus uh, animal shows where, like, the guy the guy tried to swim against a shark. I would love to see oh, yeah. a man and a gorilla have a fucking piss off. <laughs> because they're not, that's not a stereotype of gorillas. No. He's mixing up a right, bunch he of. We haven't even mentioned that. He's just made it up. He's like, I have no, I have no stereotype that says gorillas piss super hard. Why would I have that fucking stereotype? <laughs> that's crazy. Where would it have come from? I don't know. <laughs> was Why there a sequel to Congo that was all about pissing? There's probably a porn parody about Congo about pissing. That's probably what it's from. Do they? I don't even know enough about gorillas to know if they piss super hard. Because again, even if they do, why the fuck would I want to know that? <laughs> There's no value to me whatsoever. It's it's madness. All of this is over stock footage of blurry gorillas looking at like fire hose streams. Like, damn. You goddamn humans, look at look at what you're doing. Uh, he uses a lot of pseudoscience to explain why your prostate is shrinking, how you can supercharge your bladder, dick work real good. It's a real good chunk of this video, just scientists doing science stuff. And uh, it's all intercut with happy men drinking coffee and looking at these faucets next to the gorillas being like, yeah, that's right, gorilla. You fucking... You suck it, Gorilla. Look how hard I can piss. The virility stuff, it's funny because it kind of just kind of sneaks that in that it also cures erectile dysfunction. But it's like a lot of those supplements, it kind of just hints at it because it's like, mm -hmm. well, if it's fighting the estrogens in your system, then it will bring back your virility. But obviously, if you're having erectile dysfunction, there are other issues there. There's blood flow. There's all sorts. It can be a side effect of medications. It's not as simple as you know, the supplement will block the estrogen in your system or whatever. But then in the course of, as you said, there's this long section of the video where it's like 15 straight minutes of talking about, well, this supplement, you know, it's like pumpkin, pumpkin seed does this. And then, mm -hmm. but then it will occasionally will throw in a phrase like, 
that it will make men feel like King Kong in the bedroom. <laughs> and you I will see you have you have a lot of questions, Jason. And again, Dr. Leo has the answers. I don't know why you're not listening. Here, I'll play it for you. This rare fruit is the main food source of mountain gorillas. Not sure. Who, by the way, have no recorded instances of uh, prostate yeah. issues. Before you write that off as unimportant, I... you should know that humans and gorillas actually share nearly 99% of our DNA. Okay. In other words, what works for gorillas works for humans. Boom. In every circumstance. There you go. Right there. If if it's good enough for gorillas, Jason Pargin, it's good enough for you. We're about that level of uh, similarity to tapeworms, too. (laughs) So just just for fun fact. Just shut the fuck up. If it works for gorillas, it's good enough for you. Are you better than a gorilla? Let me see you piss. I will decide. It, it is funny it, how, like, tacked on all the erectile dysfunction stuff is, because it's just, the video's so focused on the piss, and then it's also like, oh, also cures boner stuff. But it, but, so but it never quite says that. I feel like it's just implied that, like, the idea of saying to a woman, hey, I, I have not pissed my pants the whole evening is so erotic that it just sort of, like, leads to, a, like, a sexual dominance, just that, because of the nature explicitly. of how alluring your dry pants are, your dry birthday pants. It, he has told he's shown us in stock footage figures moaning under blankets. It works for his wife. It, his wife's into that. She's into bladder retention play. And he can finally he can finally join her and not just watch Kwame. Other <laughs> uh, phrases uh, that come out during the section. At one point, he says you will pee like an alpha gorilla marking his territory. He also says. Pee like an alpha gorilla marking his territory. And <laughs> just imagine walking up to the urinal and unleashing a brutal flow brutal. every time. Unleashing a brutal I'm flow. Fucking every put a time. crack in that porcelain. Pow! The language he uses brutalizing, obliterating, destroying, just weaponizing your piss like a real man. Listeners it's, out he, there, uh, let me know <laughs> one, are alpha gorillas a thing? Two, are gorillas marking territory with urine a thing? Three, is it the alpha gorilla's job to mark the territory with his urine? Or is all of this just made up by this guy based on what he thinks probably happens? See, I don't know enough. We should have had Katie Golden on the podcast. She would have both hated this and had answers to all that. She would have made, we would have had to expose her to so much to get to this point. And then at the end, we would have asked her, so that thing about gorillas is true? And she would have been like, what the fuck did you just say to me for like an hour? What is this? Uh, d- d- Dr. Leo goes on to explain that gorilla flow will give you the power to just piss a man's eye out. He, he, could, go, he could go to his grave happy if that was it, but it's not it. Because it will also give you gorilla confidence in bed. What does that mean? I would love to show you. If you think that Brockway was joking about the eye out thing, it's no. The quote from the video is, gives you a stream so powerful it could knock your eye out. (laughs) You could piss a man's eye out. Or your own eye out, I guess, if if you've become ashamed of something. And you want to give up like the coward Dr. Leo Chubb. Uh... (laughs) It gives you gorilla confidence in bed is just 
insane statement after insane statement. And of course it cuts to stock footage of like a happy older black man as soon as he says the word gorilla. Yeah, so I didn't like that. We know what kind. We know but what of, kind of comedy. But of all the gorilla imagery, like the idea of a dominant gorilla in bed was like, yeah, okay. I, I get that one, I guess. <laughs> you get the gorilla. You were immediately on board with gorilla confidence. That I, shook I, me. I, was like, I like the position where the man sits up and then brachiates, just pounds his chest with his fists like that. <laughs> I feel like that's like a very erotic uh, thing a, a loving couple can share. Well, is that doggy style? You start pounding your chest like Tarzan? It works in a lot of different ways. Or does she have, is, is it like, like cowgirl and she has to dodge? As long as you're not supporting her with your arms, you can just pop up and do that anytime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm learning. Uh, so he says this, he says gorilla flow will work so well. And I quote here, your girlfriend will accuse you of taking boner pills, <laughs> even if you never touched him in your life. So he's used pee hole and boner pills <laughs> in this doctor. All of it comes off like it was written by a like a 16-year-old boy. All of it. Every single aspect of this. It is a 16-year-old's boy's understanding of medicine, of science, of Africa, of animals. Like, it's all the way a teenage kid would think of all of the, the way research works. Like you just have a science friend that he uses a the one tool they had was a microscope, <laughs> and that's, they looked under it, and, and that's saw, how they cracked it, and saw under the microscope the chemical that solves that that solves estrogen poisoning. Like it's all written at such an like a high school freshman level. Just looked through the microscope and saw little cells pissing onto other cells. Like, oh <laughs> there's a there's a moment them. in this. Uh, you're probably familiar with the sales technique, uh, price anchoring, where where you go into a place and they're like, ooh. Uh, this new car costs $50,000. And then that like lets you as the customer know, oh, that's what a car costs. And then they say like, oh, but this one's 37000 You're like, oh, that's a really good deal because I know that a car costs 50000 Blah, blah, blah. You get it. So like if you were to explain this to a child, the first thing they would do would be like, okay, so I tell them it costs a million dollars. And then actually it only costs $40. And they're like, wow, what a deal. And that's fucking word for word what this video does. They're like, how much would you spend to get a big pea stream? $500? million, $1,000? $1,000,000? It goes so much harder than that. You have just said the stupidest thing on earth. You have said <laughs> literally a punchline in Austin Powers. Yes. It just... The dumbest thing you could possibly say, and it goes so much harder than what you just said. So, he, well, first of all, he starts saying, now, you, you're you going to have to order this right now because Gorilla Cherry is so rare. The gorillas are going extinct. Piss wars are destroying its environment. Everybody in the world wants this. I know you want to frantically buy all these bottles. You can't. <laughs> you can't. It just, you won't let you. Unless you buy, you've got to buy at least three bottles now, probably six bottles total, which is, again, an insane sales tactic. And then he says, well, how much would you pay for that? Like the ability to to piss like a monster again, a million dollars? And like, no, the answer That's is not a million dollars. Same number. And he goes so much harder. <laughs> he says, he says his uncle Don, with tears in his eyes, told him he would have gladly given up both of his pinkies. For the ability that Gorilla Flow gives you. Your fucking uncle gave you both of his pinkies? What the fuck kind of statement is listen, that? Listen, nephew, come close. Come close and let me tell you about my inadequate pee-pee. <laughs> he, he, he gets a real 
the one real customer statement is from a guy named Joey, just Joey, who starts his email saying, when I was younger, I used to laugh at old men who had prostate issues. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> <laughs> All day so long. Ha ha ha. Look at this world. He's created this piss paced world. Young men will just go around and giggle at like old men with prostate issues. There's just piss bullying everywhere. And now poor Joey is no longer the piss bully, but the piss, piss victim until he found Gorilla Flow. And he can once again just brutalize any upstart youth with the sheer force of his urine. It, that's the, come on, that's worth two pinkies, right? In the, in this in the fiction of this world, to I'll be a pinky and a half, pinky and a half for that. But this <laughs> guy final does not care about money. He's not That's in true. it for the money. He does no, say he's he not says, in it for the money. Yeah. So yeah, because all of his partners are saying, "Hey, a thousand bucks a bottle is like the minimum you should be best we can do." This. Yeah, that shit's got stinging nettle and gorilla cherries in it. That's the gorilla's main food source. <laughs> uh, but Dr. Leo is a, is a piss saint He's a urine saint And he will he will let you buy a bottle For just the giggle price of $69 Or Six bottles for a mere $300 Such a good deal <laughs> And the phrase he uses the ask. You could be pissing like a silverback gorilla For just a dollar and 63 cents a day <laughs> For just... <laughs> It's like what you can, what you would use to save a child in Africa for, for only a dollar and sixty three cents a day. You could the piss most like a inconsequential thing. Oh. I would rather have the dollar. Can yes. I just have the dollar sixty three? Yeah. I think that's. <laughs> I I want to bring up something quite mad, uh, even in the context of this video. In this entire video, he has not given you the ability to purchase this yet. Now, I'm, as Jason said, this was probably embedded on his website, so you could have probably stopped and gone to get it. But the point of these videos is to, to hit you with that sell point. Like, here, that's why you have to buy this. Let's pause and sell you. He specifically tells you throughout this video, don't buy it yet. I'm not fucking done yet. You have to watch this 47-minute long ad about my dead father, about the <laughs> extinction of the mountain gorilla, about African pissmancers and Kwame plowing my wife. You just have to watch all of it or you won't understand. You won't deserve it. Uh, and if and then if you've heard all of that and you still won't buy it, you have been chemically castrated by the deep state. I'm just going to play the clip. So please don't email me begging to get this deal later if you're too shy or the feminization of your body has progressed too far to pull the trigger right now. <laughs> oh, and just to take away every excuse your brain can come up with not to do this for yourself. Let me back everything I've said here up with my astonishing 60-day you'll piss like a gorilla or you don't pay a dime guarantee. <laughs> That's the name of the guarantee. It's amazing. <laughs> The name of the guarantee is pissed piss like a any, gorilla or you don't pay a dime. Any lawyer could tell you that, like, there's a lot of ways to dance around that. Like, if someone calls you up and says, hey, I didn't piss like a gorilla, I want my money back. Like, a, a good lawyer can get you out of paying that guaranteed money back. <laughs> Let us show you an actual video of how a gorilla pisses. <laughs> Notice that it has a very dainty stream. <laughs> a twin stream. They piss in, they piss like like a contra power up. Do you do that? <laughs> uh, so, so he challenges any pussy whose batter is too bashful to purchase the scam poison that is wiping out gorillas. And he, he further explains another weird move. He explains that 
hot girl Tiffany on his staff is waiting to mail it to you discreetly. I don't know what that does. Like, <sighs> is that is that appealing that a woman will that a sexy woman will mail you your piss? <laughs> You'll know back? she touched it. Hornburner. Like, right, that's the implication. It's it's like, yeah, Tiffany. Why would you bring out the name Tiffany at this point if that wasn't supposed to do something psychological? Because what you have to do if it doesn't work, and he says it again, just email Tiffany and tell her you want your money back. Admit you piss like a little baby to hot <laughs> Tiffany. She'll love that. Gosh, she will. And the fact that he showed the restraint to not unveil that, oh, by the way, you know how I met Tiffany? She was the hot blonde with the cocky young man. Oh, God. I went and great I found ending. them at another showing of, of Captain America Civil War or whatever. And I stood up and pissed in front of her. I flopped my dick right into his 20-ounce Coke, and I filled it to the top. And Tiffany was mine. I pissed for the entire runtime, the entire two-hour and 46-minute runtime, because you know these Marvel films have gotten long as hell. (laughs) They're too long. This is a complaint that he includes in this fucking piss trauma tragedy. God damn it. Uh, Doctor... Okay, so Dr. Leo knows what you're thinking right now. You're worried this is too generous. He's making it too easy for you at home to steal from him. At this rate, I will have killed all the gorillas by the time I've pissed a third time. <laughs> but old Jim Shove raised him right. He's putting his trust in, in you weak-bladdered men who have been girl-poisoned by cancel culture that you will not steal from him. And fucking don't worry, because, he says... Everyone around the world is buying him out of this. They're driving the gorilla to extinction, causing wars in Africa. And he is the war-profiting multi-billionaire behind all of it. He's doing just fucking fine. Yeah, don't even worry about it. <laughs> we're, we're entering the wrap-up stage here, and Dr. Leo says one of the craziest things yet. He says, I don't want to get dramatic here. <laughs> Motherfucker... <laughs> You shot your father in the head over yeah. piss. You took your uncle's pinkies. You yeah. wiped out the mountain gorilla. It's the you've, most dramatic thing I've ever seen. You've had your mouth wrapped around a gun for 40% of this video. <laughs> you opened and, it. And God told you to do all of this, yeah, including the, the, the weird sex stuff. This is You're all one God. This is a revelation Christ. from God. <laughs> got wars and government coups and just, I don't want to get dramatic oh, here. Anyway. Not to get dramatic, and then he goes on to say, and I quote, not to get dramatic here, but literally everything that makes you a man is at stake right now, (laughs) and you have two options. Do nothing and choose to give up your masculinity. Resign yourself to a humiliating life of emasculating your nation as a slave to your bladder, where younger guys wonder why that old man in front of him doesn't just die. Just ignore... (laughs) The disgust of your unsatisfied, urine-drenched wife slowly growing to despise you. You will, he says this, you will have to get a surgery that takes away your ability to ejaculate entirely. Not to get dramatic here. Not to get dramatic. If you want to do that, he goes on to say, that's fine. You just get out of the way so better men can take your gorilla flow. The gorilla flow that was yours. The men are going to take it from you. And remember, he started this site by saying, you have two options here. And the second option, he forgot about because he got too carried away. <laughs> he got too excited. <laughs> there is no second option. You just do that. Uh, now, uh, I, I did a really a funny thing. I Googled sales techniques 
And I just clicked on the first link and it was just like the top 10 sales techniques you need to know. And what was so funny is I think Leo shoved Google the same thing because the video almost chronologically goes through uh, the same things. <laughs> I didn't like take them all down. I didn't think it was worth it, but like it, it's just, he does the dumbest version of, of each of the sales techniques you would find of on a list them, like this. All every single one. Yeah. And it's, it just cracks me up like this for scarcity thing. Like, Oh gosh, I'm kind of running low guys. It's like, he spends 15 minutes explaining how tribal warfare and gorilla extinction is like really cutting into my supplies. Plus lots of people are buying them. Plus, oh my gosh. <laughs> They're telling me I can't, I can only charge a thousand dollars for these, but you know what guys, it's cool. We can, we can charge less, but like, you got to do it now. You know, so it's like, like a baby. Just, just absolutely shaking the engine of his brain apart, trying to sell you piss pills. It's an incredible thing to watch. He says, he says, well, he has one final twist for us. He says, now I know what you're saying. I don't feel good about wiping out gorillas to steal their piss power. <laughs> but even though that's what he told you what was happening earlier, there's good news. Does ordering gorilla flow cause problems for gorillas? No. And I'll tell you why. Although, admittedly, there is a shortage of gorilla cherry right now. We've decided to fight back, not just against estrogenic inflammation, but against the poaching and deforestation of this rare and highly potent fruit. That way, not only do we help preserve the gorilla population's habitat and most important food source, but we're actually protecting our ability to procure future supply of this estrogen-slaying super ingredient so we can make more gorilla flow and not continue to run out of stock so frequently. And that's why when you invest in Gorilla Flow right now, a portion of your proceeds will be donated to Gorilla Conservation and will help protect this beautiful animal's most cherished food source. <laughs> Amazing. You're, you're safe. You're actually, actually, if you buy my piss pills, you're a hero saving gorillas. Think about that. Just think about that. You can obliterate a toilet every fourth day, which is the when you'll pee, and... <laughs> Save the noble mountain gorilla. What kind of monster could say no to that? It's flawless logic. We, we're taking the gorilla's food, but we'll take a portion of what you paid for that to preserve the gorilla's food. <laughs> it says between tribal warfare, government coups, and aggressive deforestation, despite our best efforts... Like he's implying they're the only people trying to save the gorillas from this. <laughs> right. Uh, he says gorilla, gorilla cherry will just become rarer and rarer, I guess... I guess it's the cause of the piss wars that destroy the earth. He says you can act now for just 49 bucks, the price of a dinner out. It's nothing. And then explains if there was even a 10% chance that would work, wouldn't you give up dinners forever? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Hunger strike. Would I give up? Until everyone I... pisses right. That's, that's what I'm, that's my vow. Until <laughs> until Robert Brockway can knock over a soup can at 20 yards, I will never eat again. I would give up dinners forever to get the powerful force of my piss back for a 10%. I want to reiterate for a 10% chance that I could get the power of my piss back. I would I would live off of a thousand calories a day. I would just wither and die knowing knowing that I could launch myself into the air with just the force of my own piss. <laughs> and then he ends that sa statement saying, saying a wonderful thing. He says, but don't worry. It's higher than 10%. It might be 100%. Who knows? 
<laughs> Why the did scientist. I even bring it up? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a microscope for that. We put a stethoscope up to the gorilla cherry and listened for hundreds of hours. You know that. You have the piss like a gorilla guarantee that it will work. <laughs> you you named you named a guarantee after it. Tiffany is is on the hook to handle this. Oh, to be <laughs> Tiffany. It might be a hundred percent. I don't fucking know. Uh so Obviously, you listening at home, you're sold. You're sold on this bizarre piss-enhancing pill by a doctor whose father exploded from too much piss, who has been shamed by young bucks in piss-holding contests, held within his mind, who has wiped out the mountain gorilla, who has saved the mountain gorilla from himself, who has robbed mystical secrets from the deepest Africa to steal the virile piss force all black men are hiding from you, who mercy killed... His own father, I know he said he died from piss, but he mercy killed him. He shot him in the fucking head. He stole his uncle's pinkies just to bring you enough bladder force to piss a hole through God. You can click the button right now and let Gorilla Flow give you back the pride and control over... Yep, that's the end. <laughs> it ends in mid-sentence. It is the most beautiful punchline. Whoever uploaded this, they got to points like, ah, that's fine. That's ah, fuck whatever. it. <laughs> just... <laughs> Big old Movevi watermark on the screen just ends mid sentence. <laughs> it's yes. the least effort and the most effort I've ever seen anybody put into anything. Like all the best art, it just leaves you asking questions with no answers. If you listen to like songs that used to do this, it used to be a much bigger thing to do the long fade out. And it was always like, so you could imagine that song never ends. Like we're just going to keep rocking forever. We're just moving on to like the next town. And I like to think that of, uh, I like to think that of Dr. Leo and Gorilla Flow. Like, it's just just somewhere out there wandering Kansas. He's just stream of conscious talking about silverback gorillas pissing holes into the earth and the greatest dramatic tragedies that have ever happened about his dead father and piss insecurity. Just wandering town to town like the Incredible Hulk. A piss stream of conscious. So I hope this is, does not ruin the illusion because I did immediately after watching this when you showed it to me the first time, went and tried to find out if Dr. Leo Shubb was a real person. Because I thought they've, like that name, it just sounds kind of, I don't know. Um, and thought that's like, I see they got a guy with a lab coat that says that, but that couldn't have been that expensive. So I found him on LinkedIn as as just a doctor, as just like not not as something he put there to promote this, but just as like listing what he does, and found where it mentions that um, he had he was in charge of a company to sell something called Tupi T T U P I T like T, and yep. then sure enough, I would Google that and found it is a sexual virility tea. And it's the same, the same pitch. He's the doctor that worked with the FBI and with Pepsi and, and cured their sexual virility problems. And then here, this is the, this is the, what it says on the website. As the name suggests, Tupi tea is a combination of natural ingredients that are derived from the indigenous people of the Tupi tribe. They're in, they're in Brazil. Famous fuck the founder village of the, in the supplement, Dr. The founder of the supplement, Dr. Shubb, developed the product after suffering from erectile dysfunction issues with his wife. He was so desperate to find a solution that he nearly burned his house down <laughs> while researching <laughs> cures for ED. How would you how would you do that? Fortun how would you burn your house down? Fortunately, Firecracker in the dickle. 
Fortunately, <laughs> he saved a few books and used his years of medical training and research to create Tupiti. His recipe like is based on ancient tribal remedies, and it is formulated to include ingredients that can help address a variety of symptoms associated with ED. And he's selling this. This was not a previous enterprise. He's selling this simultaneously with the Gorilla Flow <laughs> under the same name on just different websites with a totally different and, I would argue, funnier backstory there is no video that I can find associated with this. It, it, I think the same thing with that you found, Sean. They went out and paid some YouTubers who have like 300 subscribers to go on camera with very poor sound quality and say, yeah, I just wanted to talk about 2PT and my husband tried it and he had really good results. It really, really works, guys. It just really... Like they just riff for like a minute, and I don't know what he paid them, but and these videos again have 127 views from people who watched it on accident. Um, but again, nearly I burned found, his uh, house down while researching yeah. a boner cure. <laughs> I love the idea this presents so much of the, these things both being simultaneously true, of this just being the most put upon man on earth. I love him like running up to you frantically like you and a group of your friends being like my life's a fucking disaster you have to listen to me only i can save your dick <laughs> just uh also and i guess maybe this is kind of obvious when he talks about turning uh the gorilla flow into a massive company and he's got an entire factory that sells it and he's got tiffany mailing out just orders so many they can't keep up with does he ever mention cutting his friend Kwame out in the action? Does he come back into the story at all once he has turned oh, his no, 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 no. people's, their native the plant into a multi-billion dollar operation? Does he ever mention, like, and of course, I cut in Kwame and he was able to retire from his job and he now has... I have an answer and it's uh, it's no. <laughs> he didn't cut them in. Uh, this is this is the white man coming in to steal the mystical resources of the ultra powerful native tribesmen. That's right. It's piss avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Even in his own fiction, that's the thing. Even in his <laughs> own fictional story, he makes himself sound like the worst person alive. Like You're everything the, about it. You fucking it. shot your father in the head. You took your uncle's pinkies, you Ooh. son of a bitch. Why make the gorillas <laughs> endangered? Like that plot point is <laughs> only didn't there. have to do it. <laughs> is only there to sell the rarity of the plant and therefore you better order now because it's going to be gone because these gorillas are going to be extinct soon because my people are there with the, the giant avatar plows just crushing their trees. Just, just they were there with, with flamethrowers, just burning gorillas nonstop. <laughs> just, yeah, with, with just got a laser, just slicing the gorillas in half. <laughs> Fucking Congo out here in their, in their cave. Uh, like all of that was totally unnecessary. There's all these plot turns where it just makes him look worse. I, I don't want to ever speak to this man. I don't want to know more about him. But on the other hand. I have so many questions that I don't want to take to my grave. If I had the chance to speak to him, it would be a Joe Rogan-linked podcast. In fact, if I could arrange for this guy to go on Rogan, I would actually listen to all five hours yeah, of that episode. That'd be really good. I think it would go to some places. Now, it would immediately be illegal to broadcast that episode, and Spotify <laughs> would would cancel their contract with Joe Rogan's because they'd be like, yeah, that's... 
the thing with Alec Jones, you know, uh, claiming that Sandy Hook was a hoax and that the, the parents were on it, that's that's fine. But uh, there were 183 different kinds of racism in this episode. We can't. <laughs> he claimed that Pepsi is wiping out the gorillas to maintain its boner. I don't I don't even know what that is. Surely he's not allowed to keep saying Pepsi, right? <laughs> I think he has a non-racist version of the pill. There's one that's just called Endo Pump that uh, was a lot like 2PT and a lot like Gorilla Flow. It's just sort of a generic pile of like snake oil words like virility, stamina, libido. So I'm just saying you, there is a non-racist option for the good people who also well, want oh, to so have no effect to on clear, the pee hole. This guy does not own a factory at all, right? Like the way these supplements work, there's just some company selling ground up powder from whatever the all the sure. different the nettles Gorillas. and the pumpkin seeds and the whatever cherries, <laughs> and it's just like you can take that supplement and then put your own label on it, yeah. Because you can find a million and one similar supplements that claim they will boost virility or your ability to urinate, all sorts of things, and they all it's all just a giant list of extracts and stuff that's not regulated that's not going to do anything so it's fine and then you can just like this guy just invented his own lore mm-hmm. that's the way i understand this works there's just some wholesaler you buy that material and then you get to put your own label on it and you just invent whatever yeah. story you well, want he's killed thousands of gorillas but it's completely unrelated to the product <laughs> that's the only thing that's real is this this man goes to Africa and, and kills the I, mountain gorilla every day. I want to make it clear. I'm trying. I'm trying to be nice to this guy by claiming he made it all up. If any element of this is actually true, Jesus Christ, God help you! Like, the world needs to come together and hunt down this monster, but we'll never take him because he pisses like a fucking laser. No one's getting near him. To be absolutely clear, my theory is that this guy made up a story to sell a supplement as part of a side scam he has going on, and just in the course of writing this thing that he wrote, staying up drunk one night, he revealed a bunch of weird insecurities and latent racism within himself, and brought in a bunch of tropes that he probably does not even know are racist. It's just that he's like, like, wow, you know, you tell a bunch of old white men that you can make them virile again. There's only one way to do it, uh, and just went to the, the darkest possible place. If any part of this is true, that's so much worse. Like I, I'm not accusing him when I claim he's lying. I'm trying to let him off the hook to some degree. That this is all from his weird imagination. You would absolutely get the death penalty for wiping out the mountain gorilla to to augment your piss force like if any part of this is true so many crimes have happened like i'm gonna i'm gonna dig up your dad i'm gonna look into that death <laughs> he didn't die from exploded pee at all you like son of a bitch all right somewhere in there is we is, got, we, got we, we have to stop it's yeah just, we gotta cut off frankfurt Yeah. 
using over seven different mathematical factors, our fight scientist cyberspacically simgeneered the greatest warriors in history. We call them the Supremes. Aaron Croston, Adrian H, Aiden Moet, Alpha Scientist Jaffo, Unandy, aka the Battle Hunk, Armando Nava, Benjamin Cyronin, Bim Talzer, Brandon Garlock, Brian Saylor, Burrito, Serral, Chase, History's Greatest, Sandwich Assassin, Clementine Danger, Craig Lemoy, Cuevas, Dan B, Daniel Sloan, Master of Mimicry. He could be any man-shaped tree, roughly the size of one Daniel Sloan. Devin the Rogue Supreme. David Schull. Dean Costello. Drayson, who comes with sword and shield, battle platform, with real squirting action, sold separately. Dusty's Rad Title. Eric Rion. Every Zig, Fancy Shark. Gareth, whose kick force has been modeled at roughly six and a half end of blood sports. Jellaho. Greg Cunningham. Hambone, the Sultan of Insulted, a devastating master of battlefield insult comedy and war improv. Haraka. Harvey Benguini. Honk. Jaber L. Aiden. James Boyd, Jared Mountain Man, who actually was supposed to be in a different simulation and just wants to know, what's going on here, guys? Jeff Araski, Jim Salter, John Dean, John McCammon, John Minkoff, Joseph Searles, his weapons are the Javelin and the Javelina. Say hello to the Spear Pig, you dead motherfucker. Josh S. Joshua Graves. Justin B. Ken Paisley. K&M. Kyle Campbell throws a set of keys on the ground and ambushes you in the brief moment you stop to consider shit. Are those my keys? Lisa. M. Jahi Chappelle. Mark Mahoney. Matt Riley. Max Baroy. Michael Dillon is so dangerous because of two words. Spartan Swirly. Michael Lair. Mickey Lohman, Mike Stiles, Moju. Mort was raised from the age of eight years old on a diet of punches and okra. Mr. Bob Gray, N.D. Neil Bailey, Neil Schaefer, Neku 104, whose primary weapon, ranged weapon, and special weapon is love. Nick Ralston, Ozzy Olin. Patrick Herbst. Rachel needs a mere 15 seconds to kill any opponent, and 14 of those are just gloating. Rhiannon. Sarkovsky. Sean Chase. Spotty Reception. Supernaut. Ted H. Thomas Kavatsos. The force of his spear strike can only be measured in atrocities. It's 1.7 atrocities. Timmy Leahy, Toasty God, Tommy G, Velo, Booster, Waylon Russell, Yanis Ioannidis, Good Satan and his hot witch's nose. It's actually easy to kill a man, but it's hard to teach a man 
to fully live. And then kill him. <laughs>